1: Dr. Roy Salgado is a mental health counseling professor at the University of Holy Cross here in the New Orleans area. Tonight at 8 o'clock on WLAE-TV, he's going to have a, a television show. It's a regular show called Coping Today, and uh, the doctor's going to talk about drinking and driving. Doctor, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: All right. So, you know, we know it's not good to drink and drive. Um, I certainly have changed because back in the 80s, uh, especially when I was uh, single in the 80s and on B-97 and drive at a Corvette, I can't tell you how many times I, I drove and I was really drunk. And I'm fortunate that nothing ever happened. No accidents, no DWIs, nothing. I was, I was one of the lucky ones. Um, but not everybody is, uh, is uh, so lucky. Things have changed, but there are still people who don't think about the ramifications of drinking and driving.
0: Things have changed. And you're right. People don't, even today, think about it as much as they should or could you know, back in the 80s and 90s, um, we would hear of tragic stories. Fortunately, the numbers have gone down a little bit in terms of, uh, you know, children, for example, being killed by a drunk driver. We don't hear those numbers like we did back in the 70s and 80s because there weren't any laws on the books. It wasn't illegal. It wasn't a crime to drink and drive. It now is a crime. It's a felony. And it has been for some 30, some odd 40 years at this point. And, every week i'm educating people that it is a crime i run a dui group for people here in louisiana who do get duis and they have to attend these groups to learn about the laws to learn about the consequences and the impact that drinking and driving has not only on them but those around them
1: i know people who have gotten duis and it it scared them and they changed their behavior what amazes me is when you hear about somebody getting into a fatal accident and it, it it was their fifth DUI. I mean, at what point do you not understand?
0: Well, for those particular individuals, it's something beyond a level of understanding. And it's important to realize that there is a continuum of... Alcohol use for example because you could include substances in this as well but with regard to alcohol use you have use you have misuse you have abuse you have addiction and dependence once you start moving towards an addiction and a dependence it's more of a physiological component that's playing a part in the behavior as opposed to a decision people decide to use alcohol and even to move into misusing it and abusing it once they're into the addiction and dependence phase, it's more of a physiological behavioral response as opposed to anything that you're thinking through.
1: But there will be a lot of people this, this weekend who are just going to be, uh, they're just casual drinkers, they're social drinkers. And and because it's the, the, the tradition of the holiday to, to drink and uh, to celebrate the new year with, with drinks and champagne and everything, you know, a lot of people who don't ordinarily get drunk are going to get drunk.
0: Right. And it's, and it's important to keep that in mind that we do, live in a society and in a state in particular and in Southeastern Louisiana where alcohol is a big component of being with one another, in particular on holidays such as New Year's. And so to be aware of that, that, you know, be aware of your body, be aware of your own metabolism and what your consumption rate is, and to really drink responsibly if you choose to do so and in moderation. The American Medical Association recommends that you have one drink or two drinks, depending on your gender—one drink for a woman, two drinks for a man—with a meal, with food in your system. Anything beyond that, it's going to take some time to metabolize. Um, if you're constantly ingesting drink after drink after drink, and so one needs to be aware of that and to pace themselves and drink water and to eat in the process. And if they do drink excessively on New Year's Eve, for example, or during the holiday season, that they do not drive, that they make a concerted effort in the decision to simply not get behind the wheel
1: how long does it take the body to uh, to metabolize a drink is well, there is there any kind on, of a, a set time limit
0: yes uh, it's going to depend on one the the type of of, of substance that one is consuming so alcohol a beer versus wine versus liquor so we'll go with beer um, it might take an hour for a man of a typical weight and size to process that beer and so. Don't drink a beer and then go drive within that hour. Um, have some water, rest, uh, eat something, and and wait before you do because it's still going to register. It's still mm-hmm. going to register if you were to be pulled over and stopped in on the on the DUI uh, breathalyzer. And so so be responsible. Um, don't be drinking and driving immediately after having. Um, Consumed alcohol. If you're at a restaurant, you know, you might have a beer or a cocktail with your meal. Um, the meal is going to help with that. And so it's going to be important to to be mindful of that, to not go beyond the drink, if you will, with a meal so that your body is able to metabolize that um, drink within the hour, hour and a half that you're there and walking to your car and then Um, going beyond that. If if you are having a strong drink, you know, a Sazerac or something else of that nature, you might want to not be the one to drive. You might want to have someone else who didn't Um, have a drink with their meal be the one to drive because all it takes is one drink and one time to get behind the wheel and to have your reflexes not respond properly and some tragedy to occur.
1: I like those commercials that remind you that uh, driving buzzed is uh, is driving drunk. Uh, Since it takes an hour for, say, the average man to metabolize a beer, what about wine or a cocktail?
0: Similarly, and it's going to depend on the the alcohol proof, you know, whether, you know, some have higher alcohol content than others, and right. so it might take um, more than an hour to metabolize um, a drink, so just be aware of that, just be aware that they're not all equal, and some beers are stronger than others, and some liquors are stronger than others, and so as a general rule, it's an hour, um, but Try to not drive um, within that hour or two, if you will. Yeah. I would I would wait, I, and I would even not drive um, that evening if you're the one who has uh, been drinking. Take an Uber. Take a Lyft. Take a taxi. Have a designated driver. I really appreciate how you opened this segment and said that it is um, – while it's you know expensive, but it's not as expensive as the consequence. Yeah, the consequence of a DUI could cost you thousands of dollars. That drink would wind up costing you thousands of dollars to have it on your record or try to get it taken off your record. And in the Added expense, you know, you could be limited in opportunities in the future with regard to employment. Um, There are certain um, jobs that you perhaps would not qualify for if you have a DUI on your record. Certain apartments that would not rent to you if you have a DUI on your record. Not to mention your insurance rate going up. The premium, the monthly payment will go up, you know, while something like that is on your record. So it is a very expensive lesson to learn. And that's just on the safe side of not having killed someone if you were to right. be because um,
1: because then there's the emotional expense,
0: right? You and know, that's something that's hard to come back from.
1: You know, I, I think it's difficult for some people to to maybe think about this, but you know, you can actually have fun, and you don't have to drink. You don't have to be drunk to have a good time, and if that's the case, then I don't know, maybe the party you're going to is not that much fun. I mean, if you want to have a drink, a beer, a cocktail to relax, that's fine, but get a designated driver or find a, a, another way to, to get home so you don't drink and drive, but think about all the people who are going to celebrate the beginning of the new year, and they're clean and sober, and they've dealt with alcoholism, and they're going to go through all of this, you know, drinking something that's non-alcoholic, and those people are going to have a good time. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You know, just being with family and friends and being able to share moments and bringing in a new year is sufficient in being able to enjoy life. Life is about being with other, about relationship, about sharing those wonderful moments. That in of itself can be a very and is a very Good way to just simply enjoy an evening or a time with right. And you know
1: I, I guess the the thing to do is to 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 try to stop equating, um say, watching a saints game with, you know uh, getting drunk. I mean, I know you might start out not drinking. The, the course of the game might cause you to want to drink, but, you know, you got to be mindful of all that. And you don't, I mean, you don't, you, don't, you don't have to associate drinking with the things that we associate drinking with, with doing now because you can do those things sober. And I'll tell you this, because, I, you know, I, I enjoy wine and, you know, a, a cocktail once in a while. But if I'm driving, I, I don't drink at all. So um, I have been around a lot of drunk people and have been totally sober, and you have no idea how entertaining that can be.
0: Exactly. You know, and there are so many people that just their temperament, their character, their way of, of being, they're such joyful people that they don't need a substance like alcohol or something else to be able to have that come through and be the life of the party and bring life to a party. Um, and sometimes you might even find that you yourself are a better person. A, you get to know who you are in terms of your true self and your true temperament and your true character when you're not under the influence of a substance and you get to know yourself and other people get to know your true self as opposed to the person that is engaging under the influence of alcohol.
1: All right, Dr. Zogano, thanks for being with us. And uh, again tonight on WLAE-TV, 8 o'clock, Dr. Zogano will be part of a conversation. Uh, The TV show is uh, Coping Today, and they're going to deal with the drinking and driving. Doctor, thanks for being with us and a very happy new year.
0: Happy new year. My pleasure